The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name's Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer, the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. All right, dude. Get ready for... You know, the biggest game of the year again for us this week against the Commanders on Sunday night. But got to mention, the uh, 49ers did the Giants another favor by beating <laughs> Seattle. And um, look, no matter what happens Sunday night, the Giants are still in the playoffs. But look, dude, enough of that. Enough of the scoreboard watching. I do it too, but got to come away with a win in this one. You feel a lot better about things. I, I It is the most pivotal game of the season. And Chris, I'm going to say this right now. I think it's the most pivotal game in Daniel Jones' career. Uh, I, I think this one's going to go a long way for his future, rightly or wrongly. I just have that feeling. Mm. Uh, but we'll get into this game. And, you know, rather than just play the, the preview from two weeks ago, guys, we'll talk about this, this game again. So um, what are your thoughts, bud? Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. Interesting uh, um, that you say that. Um, I was just on a Washington radio station. They were asking me the same thing. Do you think? This is pivotal in Daniel Jones's career. This game Sunday night, you know, and, and well, one good thing is that Daniel really plays well in Washington. That's for some reason he really plays well in Washington. So that's yeah. so that's one good thing. I, look, I think the whole organization is going to have their eyes on Daniel and this. Uh, see how he responds to a. Uh, it's a big game because the win is going to be in the playoffs. Let's face it. Yeah. But if you lose, you're still the seventh seed. So it's not like you know you lose and you go home. This. So, and Dable's done a good job of that this week, emphasizing to his team, it's not a playoff game. It's just, you know, a big game. So, but Daniel has to play well in this game because if he, if he throws a dud, then I think, you know, a lot of people are going to look at it and go, oh, look, look, you know, the one big game in his four years and, right. you know, he came up really small, you know. Um, but I don't expect that, you know, unless he's under siege and all that and all that stuff, which could very possibly happen. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, but we'll see. You know, uh, like, yeah. like Daniel should be three and zero in Washington in his career. Uh, yeah. He's a, he's an offside away from being three and zero. He's always played well here, and I expect him to play well again. Um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, but it, look, I think this is a game, like you said, that if he really comes up bigger, or is the reason why they win the game, that's going to go a long way for him in this organization. Yeah, and you know, you never want to say that, right? You never want to say this is it for him. But it's just it's it's that type of game, Chris. Like if they win, they're like you said, very good chance of most likely going to be in the playoffs. They could lose and still get in, but if they win, they just put themselves in such a good spot. Um, and if he's the reason why, or he plays really well, it's like you know what, you can win with this guy. Look at what happened. You won with a ridiculously subpar receiving core, an offensive line that is far from the finished product, not even close to it. And if you can still do it, um, good for him. I, I'm obviously look. Aside from being a fan, I'm I'm, I'm rooting for him to have a great game. I don't want to I don't want to keep going through this quarterback carousel all the time, and I want him to be the guy. So, um, you know, 
That is a challenge, though. That that defense is something. That front seven, you know, like we said the other day, like nobody's going anywhere in this division, right? A lot of talent. Um, and it seems like every week when we play these our division opponents, you look at their defenses and you're like, oh, my God, one's better than the other. And now I think, what, is Chase Young back this week? That's, that's what it looks like. You know, it looks like he's yeah. going to be back. Yeah, but uh, but you know what? I don't, no, actually, they're not sure. Actually, you know, that, that, there was a report coming out yesterday they got a Washington, okay. and they're not even sure he's going to play. So it, it looks like he's he's fifty fifty. But that, you know, that'd be a nice added piece to them. Right. But they don't really need. They don't even no, need him. I mean, uh, yeah, they're right. so good. Like they, they could get by without him. You know, and, and yeah. then he's got to get ramped up anyway. So even if he does play, but I don't know. It looks like he might not now. They're not sure if he's going to play or not. You know, but yeah. they have so many other pieces up front. Oh, Payne as and you Allen saw in the first game, you know? forget it. Payne and Allen are the two, yeah. and, yeah. and, and Sweat and Sweat's leading the team in sacks. You know, so yeah. I mean, or, yeah. or, so these guys, you know, they they could do the job up front. You know, but if they that's an added good piece if Chase Young does play, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like he's uh, a definite for for Sunday. It's kind of fifty fifty with him. So, um, with our guys coming back, uh, looks like Bellinger's going to come back. Um, what's the latest on on Adoree and Leonard Williams, dude? It looks like Leo's going to be good to go. Uh, Dory's not, is not going to be playing. You know, yeah. he hasn't practiced this week unless something changes drastically today. Yeah, it doesn't look good for him, and he was really missed last game, and he's going to be missed this game. You know, um, and Leo. Uh, as far as Leo Williams, you know, he's he, he's limited this week, but he's been. I saw him the other day. He, he was practicing outside. Um, it looks like there's a good chance he plays. We'll find out this afternoon, but I would expect him. Uh, I would expect Ballinger. You know, he told me his ribs are still a little sore, but he should be fine. I expect him to play, but Adoree, no, I don't. You know, and the other guys, McLeod's got you know that flu that's been bouncing around the locker room. Uh, but he, fortunately for him, he got it early in the week, so you know he looks like he's going to play too. And he Bredesen. didn't need that. Well, I'm sorry, Bredesen too. Bredesen, we'll find out. You know, I, I expect Bredesen. I think. Yeah. Uh, let me let me rephrase it. I, I I think there's a very good chance that Bredesen is activated. Yeah. Uh, for this game Sunday, so. uh that should help, you know. Uh, he was playing pretty decent for them before he went down. Maybe he'll, maybe it'll help in the run game because they they could use <laughs> all hands on deck, you know, because yeah. they just haven't run the ball well at all the last four or five games. Yeah, I mean, with Bredesen and then and if Leah Williams both make it back, like who who are you looking at like as the the biggest plus side for the Giants? Like I I, I I'm just I'm asking you because oddly enough, I look at it as Bredesen coming back is the biggest. Um, it, it could add the biggest boost to what they're trying to do. I mean, I mean, look, great to have Leo Williams back. Great to have Bellinger playing again. But it, you know, the the upgrade is so needed in the interior of that line. Uh, but I just wanted to get what you thought yeah. there. Um, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm just gonna look. They're both guys that Leo's big. You know, try to obviously Leo will be big, and Brennison to try to improve that run game. You know, uh, yeah, they're both big. Uh, I don't know yeah. which one which is bigger. I, I don't know, you know, uh, <laughs> probably Brennison, like you said, because they, they haven't really run the ball since he's been down. Is it all on Brennison? Probably not, you know, but right. he, you know, they did run the ball well when he was in the lineup. So right. if he gets back in there, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um. All right, dude, like you played this game two weeks ago. Well, you know, what's your approach with the, if you're Dable, right? Like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, it's not that you can't get up for it, but it's like, all right, game plan wise, what thing are, are they? Are, you know, you put out a tweet a few weeks ago. The the, the zone read's going to be there for Daniel, right? Mm. Do you still feel the same way? Yeah, yeah. Well, Daniel had what seventy one yards rushing. Yeah, 
Um, I think they're going to need that again. I really yeah. do. I think he's yeah. going to have to be a big part of this game again. Yeah. You know, um, and obviously Saquon. Uh, Saquon, you know, he seems to have an extra bounce in his step this week. Um, so maybe, was, you know, um, <laughs> look, listen, you know, he'll never admit it, but he had a banged up shoulder for weeks. Um, and then obviously last week at the Stinger, he gets limited snaps. Yeah. Uh, and then the game got out of control, so that's why obviously Dable set him down smartly. So, um, and this week he just, you know, being around him, he, he seems to be, he seems to have an extra like juice in him. Like, like he, like his, this is the first time his body's felt really good in weeks. So, yeah. And he, you know, he, he's aware that he hasn't really busted any big chunk runs and maybe won in the last few games. And he's looking forward to a little revenge in that. Um, he, he's looking forward to, he's another guy who always plays well in Washington, you know? Uh, for some reason, he loves that field too. <laughs> yeah. And 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 those two guys, it's gonna the offense runs through, through those two guys, you know. And then you look for a little help with Slayton. And you know what's funny, Jerry? Like I, I was just mentioned a little while ago that you know I was on a, with a Washington radio station, and the feeling down there is that they gave one away to the Giants, and they, they asked me how I felt about that, and I said, well, huh? the Giants feel they gave one away to you guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, your your guy Heineken has to make a great play. There's a stupid penalty. And Slayton drops a ball right before regulation. So the feeling, right. I said, the feeling in the Giants building, fellas, is that, you know, this this loss felt, uh, excuse me, this tie felt like a loss, and they gave one away. You know, oh, that's interesting because, uh, that's, uh, you know, because they had the ball before in overtime a couple of times by around midfield. I said, yeah, no, I, I get it, but the feeling among, trust me, the feeling among the Giants is that they gave one to you guys, you know, so. Uh, that's both in, teams that's interesting, gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah, both teams are looking for a little payback, you know. Yeah, that's interesting because I said I felt like we could have won that game five different times. You mm, know, and, right, right, right. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. They feel the same way. I mean, so, look, the I mean, Giants win that game if Feliciano doesn't have that penalty. And you could argue all day whether or not. Yeah. But the fact is they threw the flag. And, yeah. and you know, Jerry, and they, I mean, that's a game-sealing field goal, 23-13, game over. Yep. You yeah, know, so. Totally. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Slayton because you said before they're an offsides away. They're also a drop pass away from winning that game, too. Um, the drop pass from Slayton last year. Any redemption on his mind? You think? <laughs> that's right. You're early in the game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that, uh, the deep, the Bomb. deep pass. Yeah. 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 So any? I'm sorry, Joe. Any what? No, I'm just saying. Like any, any. Was there any mention of that to Slayton? Any redemption type of thing? Or you think? It, you think it's in his mind? Um, I, I don't. Knowing Darius, I was actually talking with Darius a while this week. Uh, knowing Darius, he, he every week is a redemption for him. Yeah. Um, as far yeah. as where he came from. Yeah, good. You know, but Darius is not the type of guy. I go, oh, oh, yeah. Look, I, I, it's a, I, I owe these guys since I drop. And now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure he feels that. He knows it was a big drop. Yeah. But he's a, he's like a week to week kid, man. He just gets ready and he wants to, you know, do his thing each week. And he feels, look, he he was talking to me this weekend, and he feels he could make some plays against these guys, if Daniel gets time up front. Because I asked him, you know, about Del Rio and stuff. And he says, well. Del Rio just basically relies on their front four, getting to the quarterback. He goes, they play soft zones in the back. They'll throw a little man here and there. He goes, but you could do some things on them on the back end if they get the time up front. And, that, and that's a big if. Like, like, let's face it. I mean, you know, two weeks ago, Isaiah Hodgins, he beats the rookie corner on a touchdown. Yeah. Slayton had his guy beat, didn't come down with it. You know, um, got to make that catch there. He knows that. Yeah. You know, got to make that. And then he, and he did. He beat him deep as well, earlier in the game, and he caught it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah there's, you know, there and he had a big had. play early in the game. Yeah. So the Giants, even Isaiah Hodgins, who's now becoming a pretty big part of this offense. 
You know, he's a he's becoming a big part of this offense now. Yeah. And you look at the film last week, dude. He had Bradbury beat twice. Hmm. Once on a double move that Bradbury totally bit on. Mm-hmm. And if Daniel had time, but of course the same old story. Yeah. Just Daniel just can't get any time up front. Yep. And if Daniel had time because I saw Daniel peeking to his left, and then boom. There was three Eagles up in the pocket. Daniel had to step up, had to go down, the whole deal. But Hodgins had Bradbury beat not once, but twice in that game. Yeah. Uh, and if Daniel had time, he had a vertical with Hodgins. He was wide open. Mm. Um, so Hodges is a guy that's really coming on for this team. Yeah, a little diamond in the rough here, huh, dude? Yeah, well, you know what? Dable really liked him in Buffalo. Mm. Brings him down here. From the first moment he got to the facility, Dable said, you know the playbook. Go out there and go do your thing. Hmm. And then obviously, you know, with Robinson in there and, you know, some other guys, you know, he had, you know, and then and Shep goes down. Then Rob, and then he works up his way up the pecking order. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, but, you know, he had a, he's He should have a touchdown three straight games, dude. I mean, the one that was negated in Dallas because of the penalty, you know. Joke, yeah. Uh, because, of, uh, you know, down, legal man downfield penalty. Um so he's he's helping this team, and I, you know, he's going to be a part of this game plan moving forward. Him and Slayton, like Slayton was in a slot a lot last week. Hodgson was basically on the outside, and they moved Slayton around a little bit. Um, so he's a guy to keep an eye on because it's not like he's just you know catching some slants. Okay, big deal. You know, he's catching touchdowns. He, like yeah. I just said, he had he should have three games in a row. Yeah, and he had some moves last week, bro. He he was he was downfield and open. Yeah. And open against a pretty good corner in Bradbury. But, of course, the Giants just can't execute because, God forbid, Daniel could actually sit back in a pocket one play, you know, and look at the and let a, let a route develop and try to go vertical. You know, it's, it's difficult. And what you just said plays to the point you kind of made that you made last week, not kind of made, that you made last week, that, yes, we need receivers. Yes, 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 yes. But if you fix the offensive line, you can win with you – can, you can even do some things – as you would say, with what we have. It's, the, it's all about protecting Jones and giving him more time and open up holes for the running game. And then even with a Hodgins and, and, and Slayton, you can attack a defense. Could attack. You could. Yeah. And yeah. it's not like Kafka hasn't tried. Right. You look at the film, people, and they've, they were attacking downfield with some deep routes with Hodgins last week. It just wasn't yeah. there because of the time. Slayton, yeah. we all know. They've they have, they have attacked vertical with Slayton. Right. You know? Uh, so it's not like you said, Jerry. It's look. Is are they number one receivers even twos? Three. You know, you know. No, we we, right. we all understand that. But like Jerry just said, that doesn't mean they can't attack a defense either right. with these two guys. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. and and so Daniel going to be the key again. Try to give him some time, even with some third and shorts, Jerry. You know, a little play out. You know, take a shot on third and short or second and short. You could take a shot. Yeah. That's going to be the key, you know, but it's easier said than done for a team that, you know, comes in, you know, that could get to the quarterback a little bit and, and get a lot of pressures like they did in the first game. So, yeah. And, it, and, it, and you know, the Giants defense didn't did a worse job the first game. I think they had three or four sacks, Washington. But as usual, they get pressures, dude, you know, and pressures stops big plays, you know, and, and they had a few of those, Washington, the last game that really affected the offense. So. Yeah. Um, it's just amazing still, Chris, that we pick up a guy like Hodgins from Buffalo's practice squad 
and he's contributing. I, look, I don't want to, I'm not beating down Kenny Galladay, but the, it's just amazing to me. Like going into this season, I figured this would work out maybe, but a guy like Hodgins is, is you know, so he's like three three receivers past him on the depth chart. It's just it's a nice story for Hodgins. It's just a shame for Kenny Galladay that it's not working out. But um, you know, it's a solid pickup and. Look, give Joe Shane and Dable credit for picking up guys off the scrap heap and, and making them into legitimate players, right? Like, this is what we talk about. Like, you know, general manager's job and coach's job about personnel doesn't stop when, you know, they make final cuts in the, in the preseason. No. It, it's an all-season <laughs> yep. long thing, right? Yep. And kudos to them for doing it, right? I mean, yeah. and then I just saw that, uh, what, Tay Crowder's going to be a, a healthy scratch, so it tells you, you know, where they're <laughs> where they're looking there and, Landon Collins is going to be elevated, right? So Giant fans everywhere are probably ecstatic. You know, there's so, so much love for Landon Collins. I don't know what he has left, but hey, go get him, Landon. Um, but that just shows you where this roster is, dude. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, so. they, and they really need help in a run defense. And yeah, so Wink is going to elevate him. I mean, that's the, you know, there's a couple of reports. You know, that's not official yet, but there's a couple of reports coming out that Landon's going to be elevated. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, no, it's not official yet. It's not no. going to be official this Saturday. At four o'clock, so um, hey, we'll we'll see. They need all the help they could get. I guess you know they feel landed. Could get them up in that box and try, yeah, you know, and try to get them. So a lot of people ask, you know, oh, why were we seeing this early with Landon? Well, you know, Landon isn't the this isn't the Landon of twenty sixteen. Well, I get the, I get your point there, man. I'm all right. Yeah. So, but now you know from reports saying that Crowder, who hasn't really played many snaps recently yeah. himself. Uh, they've probably, you know, get Landon in that box. Probably had a good week of practice. Get him in there against his former team, you know, and see if he could help in this run defense because it's like basically linebacker-wise, it's Jalen Smith and nobody else. <laughs> and McFadden gives you a few, you know, but he's young, you know, so they need all the help they could get, man. And, you know, McKinney, you know, McKinney loss, besides the back end, you know, he could come up in that box and give you run support too. So his loss is huge, bro. I mean, that his loss, I mean... They haven't stopped the run really basic. Well, they haven't really been good all year, but they've really been bad the last three, four weeks. You notice since McKinney had that accident, you know, I mean, I don't think it's any coincidence, man. Yeah. And there's, what's the latest on him? Like, do you, do you, do you think who? he's I'm coming sorry, back? Who? McKinney, do you think he's coming oh. back this year, Chris? I, I think you're probably going to try to give it a go with a club or something, you know, on that hand. Yeah. yeah. In a few weeks. Yeah. And um, I'm sure if there's a playoff game and, it's shaping up. The, the way the NFC is shaping up, you know, it's going to be a playoff game for the Giants. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty confident that even if they lose Sunday night, you know, they probably they have a very good chance they're going to be in the playoffs the way Seattle's going, and especially if the Jets beat the Lions this week. Now, if the Jets don't beat the Lions this week, that could be the monkey rent. You know, that's going to be – let's put it this way, Jerry. The Jets and Lions play 1 o'clock Sunday. If the Lions beat the Jets – Mm. And go seven and seven, and don't forget they, you know, they beat the Giants. Well, that tie anyway, but you yeah. know, but they're catching um, up, right? They're going to be right, right there, yeah. um, and that's going to be that's going to that's going to add even more importance that Sunday night game yeah. if the Lions beat the Jets. Yeah, Sunday at one o'clock. That yeah. Sunday night game for the Giants is going to be even more huge, bro. As much as we hate the tie, Chris, doesn't mm. it clean up? The scenario is easier. It's it almost like, well, we're ahead. We don't have to. We don't yeah. care if we lost or beat. We're ahead. So yeah. yeah. And if you yeah. beat a team and then you're behind, it's well, you're behind because you're you tied. Right. It just cleans up the whole right um, the picture a little bit. And 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 uh, you, you put out a tweet before. Look who's back. 
I was optimistic about the Jets until I saw that Zach Wilson was coming back. So, uh, Giants got it. I really hope they take care of business Sunday night because, you know, see, uh, I can see Detroit going in there and beating them. So, um, All right, guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on one second. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And we're back. And and look, I don't want a scoreboard watch, but you can't help it. Like it's just it's natural, right? And like you said, if, sure. if Detroit happens to beat the Jets, then mm. it's like, oh, here we go. They're coming. They're creeping up now too. I've already looked at Seattle's remaining schedule. You know, next week they have the Chiefs, and then they have the Jets, and then they got an easy one with the Rams. So you know, there's a good chance Seattle goes one and two the rest of the way, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, anything can happen. But if you're looking at the schedule, and yeah. I didn't look at who Detroit has because they haven't caught up yet. But if they win, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, let's look at their schedule too and, and see, uh, you know, what's going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but like you said, you know what? Take care of business Sunday night. Go down to Washington. Right. Get out of it. You don't have to worry about that stuff. You know, go go down to Washington. You win Sunday night. You're 8-5-1. and one, And, dude, you're basically sixth or seventh seed in those playoffs. You know? And then and then if you, you just got to pretty much beat the Colts the rest of the way. Right? Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. Right? And you figure that game. And look, they're not going to be out of the game in Minnesota either. I'm not big on it. No, I, I, I'm not conceding it. Not conceding I'm not it. conceding Minnesota. Um, yep. But obviously, the Indy game at home, New Year's Day, Indy's probably the Colts players are probably rather, rather have a root canals than play on New Year's Day <laughs> in in the new, in New Jersey. You know what I mean? So I mean, their season's done. They're going to have a new head coach next year. Uh, it's it's a mess there in Indy. So, I, you know, that's the game the Giants. You know, you look at it and say, okay, well, we're going to get that game, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. That's how you spend the New Year's Day in New Jersey in, in, in the yeah. teens, in the, in the, in the temperature. Right. That's a pretty bad New Year's yeah. Day, dude. <laughs> and, we're at, and we've been out of the playoffs for weeks, you know. So, yeah. you know, so I'm sure. We a, and we have a coach who's never coached before. <laughs> right. And who's not gonna, he has no chance of being back, you know. So, I mean, <laughs> you look at it and you, those Colts guys are probably going to be like, oh, my God, you know, so. It's maybe the only only game where the Giants will be double digit favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean be, they should be favorites that one by by some point. So uh, that's you know, funny, man. Yeah, so that's a game you look at and go, okay, well if the Giants win Sunday night, they're they're going to get that New Year's Day and that there's your ninth win and that's going to for sure get you in. You know, so. and that'd be great. Yeah, what yeah, a, but like that, you said, that, let's, yeah. let's see what happens Sunday night. You know, let's go down and win a game. You know, go down and win Sunday night. You know, so yeah. Um. What else about this game jumps out at you, dude? Um, Washington. I mean, it's, again, it, it's two weeks later. You know, the the, mm. the break that the, that the you know the Commanders had, right? They didn't play anybody last week. They were on by. Do you think that helps them, or do you think it's just all like, meh, doesn't mean anything? Well, I think it helps. Just helps them physical wise, you know, dude. Yeah. Um, like they rest up for two weeks. Um, get to watch the Giants against the Eagles last week. Probably laugh their yeah. ass off, but but you know, <laughs> you know but nobody's fooling. Like, wait, anybody. we we tie these guys, <laughs> you know. Uh, or, you know, or Chris, they said we beat those guys. Yeah, yeah. The, look, the, look. The X factor is Wink. You know, Wink are yeah. always going to show you a different look, no matter what you've seen on tape the first thirteen weeks. Wink's going to throw you something different, probably. Anyway, you know, so that's going to be one of the X factors. 
And, uh, you know, look, they know each other. You know, they both teams know what they want to do. It's just a matter of execute. I tell you what I found a little fascinating, Jerry. Like I said, a little while ago, talking to these Washington guys, they, it doesn't seem like they're very big on t- Taylor Heineke down there. And then a couple of people they're insane. Tw- a couple of people tweeted at me afterwards. One because the, the guy came right out and asked, "So what is what are what do you guys think of Taylor Heineke?" You know, and I was like, "Whoa!" When I got asked me on the radio, I was like, "Well," and I told him what I thought about him and. You know, the feeling that the organization thinks about it, basically. And uh, you could tell. They were, like, a little surprised. <laughs> I think he thought I was going to say that. Oh, they don't think much of him. He stinks. You know, because people were tweeting at me afterwards saying, Hey, Chris, that's, like, the most positive news we've heard down here. I mean, uh, uh, finally somebody actually analyzed it because everybody thinks he, he's horrible down here. And I'm like, wow. He's I better than he's Wentz. The- like, you got a better chance to win with him than Wentz. I mean, he's you know? the quintessential backup in this league. He's exactly what you want in a backup. And like you said, he is light years better than Wentz. I mean, I mean we had the guy on from fan, one of the fan-sided um, uh, Washington podcasts earlier in the year. He's talking Carson Wentz is going to be Patrick Mahomes this year. And, yeah. You know, well, look, we respect everybody we have on. We thanked him. But it, we came away from that one thinking, oh, my God. Like, Wow, Carson, the same guy that I watch? Mm, I mean, yeah. Carson Wentz is terrible. So well, I agree with you. Yeah. Heineke, as soon as Heineke started playing, it was, oh, watch Washington now. They're going to catch up now. And they did. Yeah, I mean, you could just tell by these hosts, they were like, they weren't big on him at all. Like, you know, I'm saying to myself, wow, you could tell they're really down. And this guy, I'm saying, what do you want? Wentz back? I mean, look what, Mar- look what Ron Rivera's doing. Wentz is healthy. He could play right now. He's on a roster. He's active. He's on a 53, and they're sticking with Heineke. So what does that not tell to you? Mention, not to mention your head coach when they asked him what the difference is in the division. <laughs> yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. I kind, <laughs> you know, it was funny, dude. I kind of reminded this guy. I said, look, do you, you know, do you remember two years ago when they played Tampa Bay in the playoffs? They could have won that game with Heineke, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the point is that he's, so, he's somewhat got that, I'm not going to say it factor like Jalen Hurts, but he's got that thing about him where the players seem to rally around, his teammates rally around him. He'll make that play for you when you need it, like yeah. he did against the Giants. But of yeah. course, he's going to give you a few that you got to take advantage of. He's Taylor Heineke's going to throw, He's going to throw a few balls a game, probably that, you know, he could be picked off. You know, you could you could and you got to take advantage of those things. You know, so he uh, plays with that chip on his shoulder. He just does. Like yeah, he's, he's a tough know, kid. The underdog yeah. is. I like. I, I said I think yeah. he's the absolute perfect backup. He's the guy you want to come in if your quarterback goes down. You want him to come in five six games. That is the perfect scenario. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the the alternative is a guy who's. What? I just think so mentally weak. His it's over for him. It's over. Yeah, I mean, Jerry, I think the, I think Washington's five one and one under the Heineke. Won. Something like I mean, you know, you can't get much better than that. Is it all Heineke? No, but the guy is still leading your team to wins. You know, right, right. Um, so I think about just, the th- real quick. Think about the two fan bases, Chris. That, you know, with with Washington, it's like you, you just said, like yeah, five one and one. You can win with this guy. And Jones is, is probably a more talented quarterback and everything. Oh yeah, like, sure. Yeah, it's coming down to Washington, bro. <laughs> Got to beat yes. this team. It's just yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, right? It's, it's 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 it is. It's funny, but uh, yeah. two different perspectives because uh, I, I don't know. I I I didn't quite get. You know, I see people tweet now before the Washington area, like, yeah, man, this, nobody's happy about it. I'm like, wow. You know, so anyway, he's a guy that I would probably feel more comfortable if they played Wentz Sunday night than oh. they do than they did Heineke. Totally. Uh, especially at home. You know, Heineke always seems to do a couple of special things at home during the game that comes up big for them. You know, and now it's uh, in the spotlight and we'll see what happens. But, you know, this guy, he's played in some big games before. Like like I said, he played in those playoffs. A couple years ago, we got him in the playoffs, played in that Played really well in that playoff game. If I remember right, threw for over 300 yards against Tampa yes. Bay, who, yep. who went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, so this guy, he'll come up big for you. But, Jerry, you, he, he will give you opportunities yes. 
during the game, and the Giants are going to have to take advantage of it if that plays out, you know. Um, and, he, um, and he has a good chemistry with McLaurin, whereas Wentz didn't even look his way, it seemed. Yeah, I mean, you know, he looks for McLaurin in big spots, and that's your yeah. that's your guy. That's what you should be doing. You know, that's, yeah. what, that's what the Giants need, right? The Giants need a guy that Daniel, in big third-down situations, big spots, hey, I need this guy. You know, I'm looking for this yep, guy. That's, you know, that's, guy. The, yep. that's something the Giants don't have on their roster, you know. Um, you said something before that made me laugh. Um, you said, uh, it wasn't intentionally funny, but you said Del Rio rushes for than uh, you know, that he ho- he hopes that they get there. And I'm thinking, man, could you imagine, like, it, Wink Martindale's got to come up with exotic schemes and everything. And mm-hmm. I mean, How funny would it be just, you know, Martindale would probably love to do that. I know he likes to blitz, but imagine if you, he could just rush forward and say, all right, we're going we're gonna to do our best here with yeah. that. But it seems like he's got to come up with, you know, this corner blitz, this safety blitz, yeah. this different look. And it's just, it, it's such a challenge with what he has right now. Um, but Yeah, yeah. Um, but the, on the positive note of that is that Aziz is starting to change that narrative a little bit where yeah. hey when he does rush four yeah or even if you rush five you know Aziz might get there you don't have to send six you don't have to send right. these because Thibodeau and Aziz you know uh, look what is Aziz at four sacks in three games I mean he's been yeah. unbelievable he's yeah. been unbelievable for the Giants um yeah. and Thibodeau has played much better too he's he's starting to figure a lot of things out himself and Leo coming back and all that. Dex has been, well, he's been their best pass rusher, Dexter. You know, although Aziz is on pace for about 26 sacks if he played the whole year. <laughs> but, but, you know, but all kidding aside, you know, Dex has been their main guy. So, but, you know, that's Wink style. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna send those exotic blitzes. He's going to try to fool, fool your front. And, and look, he, this is what I mean. Like, you know, I, the Giants played Washington a couple weeks ago. So Washington had uh, 11 weeks of film. On Wink, what he likes yeah. to do, right? But here you are, here you are, in overtime, okay? Wink shows one look, confuse, confuses Washington up front. Charles Leno, the left tackle, slides to the right initially. I'm talking about yep. the Thibodeau sack now, folks. Yeah, yeah, he slides yeah. to the right and realizes his slide protection is wrong, tries to get back out on Thibodeau, too late. Thibodeau's got the free. So what I'm saying is that. You know, with Wink, you could have all the film you want. He's gonna he's gonna try to confuse you still, and he's and he might. And guess what, dude, Jerry? You know, if Thibodeau knocks that ball loose and get that you know game over, you know, I mean, yeah. people be looking at it like, freaking Wink confused him. You know, Thibodeau, boom, yeah. rush, ball, you know, the whole deal. Um, so he's gonna have a few. There's gonna be a few times during the course of a game that I don't care how much film you look at what Wink does. He's gonna confuse you up front. Yeah. And that's what the Giants have to take advantage of. They almost did. I mean, Tibble, how Taylor Heineke held on to that ball a couple no, weeks sir, ago. Was I was just going to say, you think so. Carson Wentz holds on to that ball? Oh, oh that's a fumble without question. <laughs> it goes through the end zone game over. E- either that, Jerry, or Wentz just wings it up somewhere and, and over the middle, and the Giants pick it off, and, and they right. set themselves up for a field goal or touchdown. <coughs> You know, I'm so. thinking he gets blasted and that ball flies into the stands. Right, oh my flies God. into the third row with him. You know, in the <laughs> right. south end of the end zone. You know, so, right. oh <laughs> so anyway, um, that alone, man. Yeah, holy yeah. cow. Yeah, well, you know, the Rio's not going to try to really fool you with exile. He'll send some guys. He'll blitz once in a while, but he, you know, he relies on those guys up front. I, mean, I don't blame him. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what Perry Fuel did here when he had a. Uh, well, right. The four aces uh, yeah, rushing the passer. It's like, oh, this is, my job's a lot easier when I can just rush four. So. Now, here's one little f- tidbit, one little nugget I should say, too. Now, if they get Benjamin yeah. St. Juice back, mm-hmm. that's big for Washington because they didn't have him 
against the Giants two weeks ago. And the injury right. reports will be out this afternoon. The game reports. Um, you know, they went they they went with the kid Christian Holmes. Isaiah Hodgins mm-hmm. beat him bad in the end zone. They switched it up in the second half. They went with Danny Johnson, who played better than Christian Holmes. But still, the Giants attacked that position with very smartly. So, may I ask? May I add, right. you know? Uh, but St. Juice was playing pretty good football for them. Not bad football for them before he got injured. And that's going to really help him, too, if they get him back. And right now, I think he's like 50-50. looks like they have, there's a pretty good chance they get him back for this one. So, that's going to help Washington on the back end. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's all over. I mean, like it's we, we've we've talked so much about Washington over the last three weeks. It's like, all right, let's just get let's get back at it Sunday night and kind of mm. see what happens. But anything else you want to discuss? You hate to say, this? you hate to say, Jerry, but you know, from and it's only two weeks ago, but they could get two key pieces back in Young. Yeah. You know, give him some snaps up front and in St. Right. Juice on the back end. Yeah, so that, so you know, we you know we talked. I know we talked about before we started recording. Yeah, well, it's not much different. We're going to talk about. We right. just talked about these guys, but. Unfortunately for the Giants' offense, there's one little difference right there. They could get two keep two pieces back, you know. Right, right. And St. Juice is a bigger piece than Chase Young because they have guys get their quarterback up front already. Right. But that cover corner on the back end is pretty big for them. A pretty big right. get back if St. Juice is pl- plays. So there's a there's a difference right there between uh, in the two weeks. Difference for the Giants, maybe Brennison's back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Adoy, mm, you know, Adoy's not going to be back. Um, and and uh, you know, and they hope they hope to get Leo who missed last week back. You know, Leo got hurt during the Washington game, and he missed last week. So hopefully, get him back. Yeah, they're both like you know, Giants need everyone they can get back back. But um, you know, Adoree would be nice. I mean, what did you what did you say after the game was over? If Adoree Jackson and McKinney play in that game, then mm-hmm. it's not a tie. Your Giants win. Yeah, I believe um, so. Yeah, and and we're not even getting Adoree back this week, so that's going to be tough. So. Yep. All right, dude. Um, anything else before we get to questions? No, that's it. It's big one Sunday night. <laughs> get it Let's done. See they, Let's see how they respond. Yeah. Uh, Jim Vassell chimes in first time in a while. Jim from uh, what Channel Eleven now? He's a big time. Big time, Jim. Yeah. Uh, do you expect to see any more drop back passing on Sunday night as opposed to play action? Feels like it's no longer going to work for us. Well, it's because of the offensive line, right? Um, yeah, and I expect basically the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Adriana, Ayafola, where in the world is Dane Belton? He hasn't been on the injury list in a couple of weeks, but also hasn't been on the field as much. There's no way he's worse than the second string guys out. There's no, there's no way he's worse than the second string guys out there, is he? Hashtag buffoon crew. <laughs> well, right now the Giants staff feel you know he's not ready to roll like they would like. Put it that way. Mm. Not right. saying he stinks. Not saying he's a bum. Just they feel more comfortable with the guys they're playing. That's Jason yeah. Pinnock, you know, yeah. and Tony Jefferson. I mean, think of it this way, Adrian. You know, you know, you know they feel way more comfortable since Tony Jefferson has been back. And yeah. Tony Jefferson is a better player than yeah. Dane Belton. So there's, there's your answer. Let's see. Uh... It's a loaded question, Chris, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Brian Reddy saying, you know, a lot of people on, on, on the media outlet argue that, that Daniel Jones can't be evaluated this year due to a serious lack of talent. I believe he's proven himself. What are your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth all the time. I think, I, it, I, look, this is my stance on Daniel Jones. I think you can win with him. I don't think he's the, 
He's not the upgrade this franchise needs. I just don't believe that. Now, if he goes out Sunday night and throws seven interceptions, it's like, all right, we have a problem. I don't foresee that happening. So I think I'll be able to have the same opinion Monday morning, no matter what happens Sunday. Mm-hmm. Build the line and, and build around this kid and then, mm-hmm. you know, go from there. I'm not saying give him a seven-year contract, but I think you can win with Daniel Jones. That's, that's, what my, that's my opinion on Jones. So Guess what, Jerry? There's a lot of people in 1925 Giants Drive who share your opinion. Good. What do you think? You think the same? Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I do. I, 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 and Jerry, look, even if you were totally not on board with Daniel, you still have to answer this question. I say this all the time. Right. Who are you replacing him with? Right. You, you're playing yourself out of the top Bryce Young, Khalid Williams talk. Yep. Okay? And we didn't even know how Joe Shane even feels about those two guys. If he even, mm-hmm. if he even thinks they would even be a franchise quarterback. Okay? Yep. Okay, um, so I think Daniel's done enough in Brian Dable's eyes where they feel like, dude, we have look, we have to get this kid more help. We need yeah. we need some more we need an outside weapon for him. We have to improve the interior offensive line, you know. Yeah. So it's look, Daniel's got what twelve touchdowns, four picks. Numbers aren't great, right? But they're good enough, Jerry, to say, you know what? We, we can't replace, you know, what are you going to replace him with, right? Right, right. And if you just get this kid a little more help, and it's a shame that we're still saying this after four years. Right. You know, that, all right, we still got to, now we got to improve the interior offensive line, and we got to get him away. You know, it's, it's so you ask, and I get asked this a thousand times, dude, by people, friends, whatever, you know, Jerry, it's like, whoa, yeah. give me the evaluation, Chris, on Daniel. Well, it's all I could say. It's such a tough evaluation, man. Incomplete. It's such a tough. How do you evaluate again right. at right. the end of the year with all the deficiencies in his offense? Right. And it's not right. like he's out there throwing twenty-one picks and making absolute ridiculous decisions. Where you say, "Well, you know what? Even if you improve the offensive line and you get and you get him Justin Jefferson out there, he's still gonna stink." You know what I mean? No. Right. If anybody right. looks at and says, "Oh, that's the case, Chris," then you just you know, you just don't like Daniel, and you're not going to accept him no matter what. So, And now he doesn't have a running game to work with. <laughs> recently. Recently. Last couple, last few weeks. Right. So it's, it's, it's how do you evaluate this? And I think they can win with him. Just build around him still. Continue to build around him. Let's see. Uh... Jerry, I mean, yeah. it sounds like to me, Daniel gets a three-year deal, or they tag him, Jerry. Are you good with that? Fine. Okay. I'd rather get the three-year deal because it, 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 oddly, I think next year, you know, franchise tag on a quarterback is going to take up so much cap space next year. Right. Um, I'd rather do the three-year deal and, and live with my mistake that maybe he's not the guy. Uh, that's me personally. But right, right, either way, right. I'm fine. Figure right. it out. Right, right, right. Three-year, 27, 28, 25, whatever the hell it whatever. might be, right? Whatever. Um. Where you don't, you know, you're not tied up forever in, with this contract, and you work, you know, work certain things in a contract and all that, and then you could save that tag for Saquon if you want to bring him back another year. You know, we'll see what happens yeah. with him. Yep. I think the running back will probably be like around 10, 10 million, nine, ten, eleven tops, I guess maybe. You know, whatever it might be. And uh, don't forget the uh, salary cap's going up big time again next year. You know, yeah, Giants gonna have a lot of money to play with. You know, um, so you could it could go that route, but I, I just don't see it. Look at Daniel go now. Nah, he's He's not our guy next year. We're going to have to move on. No, if you, if, Folks, if you think that's the thinking in the building, 
You're not even remotely close. I'm just letting you know. Nice. Uh, Kyle Johnson's chiming in, Chris. Hey, how's Kyle doing? Uh, well, he says, will the Giants finally use Saquon in the receiving game? Also, wrote on to the Yankees. Sox staying quiet, Chris. Mm. Did I pronounce his name? Carlos Rodon. Oh, yeah, Rodon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, look, I think we answered this with Barkley. A lot of times they need him from pass pro because yeah. they can't pass protect up front very well. Yeah. And look, is it a, bit, a little bit of a surprise? They haven't used him a little bit more, but he, he does lead the team in receiving. He does have 42 catches. Right. You know, I just think people will expect him more of chunk plays, real big plays out of it. Like they saw earlier game. in the year. Yeah, right. They saw earlier in the year against Green that, Bay, like the crossing pattern that yeah. got 60 yards or whatever. Yeah. You know? So, or but, ta- Tennessee? Green Bay. Um, Green Bay. Uh, I think it was a Green Bay one. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think people, you know, he, but he does lead the team in, in receptions. Yeah. And, but it just, I think that's kind of fooling people because they haven't seen a big plays out of Saquon. Um, and look, is it, they need, they need him a lot of times. They need that six guy back for pass pro. That, that's hurt. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to look to get him more. Uh, look, every game has its own story. I'm sure they'll look to get him more involved. As far as yeah. big plays, you know, like you said, that Green Bay game was a nice play. He has, yep. He's had a couple this year, you know, so. Um, guys, we're going to take another break and be right back after this. You're listening to the John Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the John Insider Podcast with Jerry Foley and Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Bizignano. Uh, we'll continue with questions and then we'll get to our pick shortly. Uh, Jerry, I got a question for you. Quick. Just, yes, sir. Yes. Just quickly before the next question. Go for it. I don't know if you noticed that. If you don't notice that, okay. how many times mm. people will talk about Barkley, right? Mm-hmm. How many times do you think he's been targeted this year? Well, you just said he has 40-something catches. I bet you it's very close to the number of catches. So you said he has 40-something. I bet you he's been targeted 52 times. 54. Oh, nice. So they have thrown. I mean, they have attempted. With, uh, yeah. with Saquon but like we just said you know I think it's just a matter of the big huge plays with Saquon that's kind of yeah. Yeah. you know kind of shading what people f- f- perceive as well we haven't even thrown his way you know what I mean That you know, yeah. and, and, and trust me everybody I'm the same way at times I'll be like man I wish we got Saquon a little bit more involved like the McCaffrey's of the world you know and the, and the throwing part of the game of the offense and then I look at I, I, I see the stats I'm like and he's got 42 catches on 54 targets. You know, like they're targeting him 54 times. Yeah. You know, screens, whatever it might be. Everything counts. But I'm just saying, uh, so, you know, but I think we like to see the big chunk plays, right? The big display. I like to call them the splash plays, 20-plus plays at a sequel yeah. we haven't really seen. So. Right. Yeah. And and unfortunately, a lot of times you got to stay in and, and, and pass protect, too. And if it doesn't, and the way the offensive line is, even if he goes out, there's not enough time. And it's just it's the nature of what this offense is right now. Uh, bleeding Blue Buffoon. Great job on Giants Huddle, Chris. Three-part, well, three-part question, but we answered two of them, so I'm just going to ask one. How many sacks do you see this pass rush getting this weekend now that they are gaining momentum? What do you think, Chris? Uh, how many how many sacks did the Giants get this weekend? Yeah, yeah. I'll go. With, I'll go with three. Yeah, I agree. Three. I'll go around that three, four mark. I'm gonna say Thibodeau gets his first multi sack game this weekend. How about that? Mm. He feels pretty confident in doing it. <laughs> talking this uh, prime time was made for him, right, Chris? Yeah. So uh, you know, he uh, he seems to be uh, pretty confident he's gonna do it. He says they're gonna come in bunches. Get ready. 
Get ready, he said. So we'll see. You asked him, you asked him also about the hold, right? They, they, I mean, uh, I mean, Jerry, the kid's been held about eight times that that woman called on him this year. Yes. So yeah. I got him on his side. You know, I was talking to him before we went on the camera, before the you know the press started. And I said, "Yo, Tibbs," I said, "Not for nothing. It's a great job selling one last week." And he goes, "He goes, I guess that's what I have to do." <laughs> I said, "Well, I said, welcome to the NFL, rookie dude." I said, "The refs off." I said, "The refs are going to look at rookie edge guys, and they're going to be hesitant to throw a flag on a veteran tackle on a rookie for a hold." So right. I said, but think it, I said, I go like this to Kayvon. I said, Kayvon, think of the bright side. I said, one, you're learning how to sell it, right? I said, and two, now you're getting the flags. Right. Now your name's getting out there like, yeah, Tibbs is getting held. Tib- this kid right. Thibodeau's getting held. He goes, great point. He goes, I didn't even think about it. I said, yeah, dude. I said, this, uh, trust me. I said, this is human. I said, the human element. A ref's like, oh, I'm not throwing a flag on this kid. You know, I'm not right. throwing one on, on this eight-year veteran tackle. It's borderline. I'm not throwing the hold. But right. I said, now you got last game. I said, you got one. You know, you flail in those arms. Unfortunately, that's how you bring attention. You know, you bring attention. And I said, and you got one. And he was just like, he goes, they're coming. He goes, I'm telling you, man, they're going to come in bunches. I'm telling you. You know, so yeah. we'll see because he's getting closer and closer. You know, Jerry, he's getting closer and closer. Yeah. Um, it Good week this me week, of, too. That tackles are just average. So yeah, it, it, it reminds week. me of something I watched on Netflix a few months ago on that uh, NBA referee who uh, was basically making, you know, he involved in gambling. Tim Donahue. Oh, Don- Tim Donahue, Don- 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 whatever his Don- name Don- is. something like that, yeah. 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 And um, when, he was the first, when he first came into the league, there was a, a call that they said to concentrate on, and Jordan committed it, and he called it on Michael Jordan. And they, uh, after the game was over, they said, hey, you call that, you don't call that on him. Right. <laughs> so it's just right. that's the respect you get. Yeah. Unfor- and I know that like the Knicks fans, they hate Jordan for that, and I get it. But unfortunately, until you're a name, uh, you, don't, you don't get those calls unless you're selling it, like you said. And we yeah, talked about yeah, that a yeah. couple you, weeks ago. So. It's tough when you're a rookie, man. A lot of times you're not going to get that borderline hold. You're not. Yeah. Well, where Nick Bosa will. Right. You know, uh, you know, it's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. But uh, his rookie Nick years, Bosa, who roughs the quarterback too, right, Chris? Nick Bosa, yeah, yeah, four times this year. I probably all four with bad calls, but four times. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible Incredible. last night. I don't so know what he's supposed to do. I, look, Jerry, I was talking to a few guys. Very, you know, a couple of guys that have been around this league a long time, man. And matter of fact, after that sack, let's say I'm texting with a guy, and I'm going, dude. I mean, when is it going to be reviewable? When? I mean, are you are you kidding me? They're going right. to have to. And 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 even these couple of guys, I was texting back. They were like, "It's coming. It has to come." You yeah, know? right. And, and Jerry, you know, I've mentioned this before. They've gotten away with it at the NFL in the in the Super Bowl. But what right. happens, dude? Right. What happens when there's a very questionable roughing the passer and costs the team a Super Bowl trophy? Well, I'll tell you right now, you if it's on Fletcher Cox or someone like that, Philadelphia burns to the ground. <laughs> Dude, I'm can, not even kidding. Can you imagine yeah. the Eagles are in the Super Bowl and they get a very questionable roughing the pass a call on, say, Mahomes, and, right. and, and the Chiefs wind up going down, they wind up going down the field winning the game? Dude. Oh. Dude. Philly would burn to the they, ground. They would burn the city down. They'd probably burn Arizona down. <laughs> Every other city in America would be celebrating. <laughs> Philadelphia would burn to the ground. I'm not even. It's. It I would mean, be ridiculous. So the point being is that yeah. you know, as as usual, the NFL is always a step behind. You know, because all you know, they got they're, they're going to make 12, 20 billion this year. That's all they're worried about. Yep. But be a little aggressive. Take 
take the proactive step of you know what we got to get this reviewable man because this could cost the team a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we'll go a few more. Uh, easy at New York underscore sports guy seventy six. Why has Pimpleton not been elevated to at least punt return kick return? Any idea, Why? Chris? I don't know. It's yeah. up to the coaches. I don't know. They probably just don't <laughs> they feel don't, it. They don't listen know. to you yet. They're more comfortable. Oh, no. I don't, I'm not saying I would have them returning. No, kick, I don't. I'm just joking. Kickoffs either. You know? that's, yeah. that's, a, that's coaching it, Coaching staff decision. They see them in practice, yeah. and they feel uh, – uh, I tell you one thing, though. Uh, Jaden, you know, the the guy they just signed, Jaden Mickett, he's done it before in this league. He's been around this league. He's actually been on a Super Bowl when it told Jaden Mickett. Yeah. He was on Tampa Bay a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to look for him down the road. Right. This guy, uh, he you know he's pretty good at it. He's I think his career average is twenty three or something like that. I could see them trying to give him a shot in the arm this week. So, so the Godfather well, couple, of Brooklyn asked the same question, and then he chimes in with, "You're welcome, Jerry. You can thank Steve Cohen for getting Verlander out of Houston and giving your Yankees a better shot at beating the Astros <laughs> next postseason." Thanks, Godfather of Brooklyn. You're the best, buddy. Um, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. Brett Muller at underscore. I'm sorry, Brett Muller at. Brett Muller won. Hey, Chris, would you trade a playoff game for the guarantee that the Giants would get Michael Mayer in the draft? <laughs> Probably not, no. <laughs> You'll take the playoffs, all right. I'll take the playoffs. Are you sure? Because you can interview Love, you can interview Mayer, you can interview maybe Jalen Smith yeah, next that's, year. Uh, that, 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 that is a cool... I have to think about that one. <laughs> you to, I <laughs> yeah, think you answered that one I might, I might, I might have answered that one a little too quick. Yeah, don't <laughs> be so be, short-sighted, Chris. <laughs> that might be a... Yeah, I might have to think about that. I'll get back to that one. I have to think about that, baby. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Yeah, that's a I could see one. you rationalizing in your head. Well, even if we win one playoff game, we're not going to the Super Bowl. Ah, let's take Mayer. It's yeah, yeah. You know what, Jerry? You might be right in that. The more I think about it, you might be right in that, baby. Wait a minute, we're going to have Mayer for eight to ten years? One playoff game, but we're not going anywhere? Uh, yeah, you know what? Let's go with the Irish kid. Yeah, you know what? Let me change it. Probably Michael Mayer. You're like, you'll see Dan Bellinger in the locker room and go, Dan, can you move over? i got to talk to Michael Mayer. Wait a minute, Chris. You used to talk to me all the time. Yeah, I know. That's nice, Dan, but step aside. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, all right, one more. Let's see. Uh, I kind of talked about that one already. Uh, uh, Mr. Patel, we addressed kind of McGahee last week on the podcast, so uh, here we go. Extend, <laughs> I have to ask this one just based on his name, Chris. Extend Julian Love, that's his name. Extend uh, Julian Love? <laughs> yes, great. extend that's Julian great. Love. <laughs> Had Aziz Ojolari not missed any time, what do you feel his stat line would be leading up to this matchup? I was laughing because you said 64 Whoa. sacks. Uh, and do you feel his presence alone could have turned some of our losses into wins? No to the second one. No. Probably no, no to the not. second one. Um, but, I would say double digits for the first one. Yeah. I would say 12 to 13 to 14 yep. for the first yep. question. First part yep. of the question. Yep. All right, buddy. Nice job. Uh, week 15 in the NFL is upon us, and Chris is now up four. He's running away with it. He got two last week. Mm. Uh, he was up two. We it's were crunch time, two. Foley. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off the rails now. We were four tied weeks until four weeks two left, weeks bro. ago. Yeah, but now I start doing the let me reach, try to make let it all up in one week. <laughs> make it all up in one week because, you know, that works. <laughs> let me reach. Uh, all right. First, Colts at Vikings, Chris. One o'clock Sunday. Yeah. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. I'm sorry. 
That's tomorrow at one, not not Sunday. Yes, yeah, Saturday, right? Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Another Saturday game, four thirty. Ravens at Browns. Um, I think Huntley's going to play. I'll, I'll go with the Ravens. I'm going to go Browns at home. Yeah, a lot of people like the Browns this week, dude. We'll see. And the third game tomorrow, the I don't believe in them. The Dolphins, Chris Bisignano's <laughs> team. Against the Bills. They're not my team, the Dolphins. No, I'm saying the team you don't believe in. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's see. It's going to be 20 degrees and snowing. Um, I'll go with Buffalo, this baby. And a left-handed quarterback with an eh arm. Yeah, <laughs> so coming off see. a 10, 10 for 28 day. Indoors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'll go I'm with Buffalo, this one. Yes, yes. Oh, here's a tough one. One o'clock Saturday, Chris. Eagles at Bears. Oh, uh, Eagles. I mean, I mean, I know they're 12-1, and one, but my God, can it get any easier for them? Eagles. You play, you play Hootie Skate. I know. I'm bitching. Sorry. Uh, one o'clock. Lions at Jets. I'm interested in your take on this one, your mm. Dan Campbell boys. Yeah. I, I love the way they look lately, but I know Zach Wilson's playing. I'm still going to go with the Jets, though. Wow. I, I think he'll just do, it. I think he'll do like he did earlier in the year, kind of manage the game. I really love that Jet defense. I think they're going to be all over golf. I think they're going to get him a few times. Um, uh, look, I, I, I think. Look, if it comes down to Wilson, they need his arm to win a game. They're going to be in trouble. I don't think it will come down to that, though. Yeah. I like the Jets at home. I'm stunned. I figured you'd go Lions, and adding Zach Wilson to that, I figured you, you they were shooing for you. I'm going to go Lions because I because I, of Zach Wilson, um, but I'm rooting obviously for the Jets to just you know, the Lions need to be buried soon just to get them out of our rear view. But I just think I think uh, you know they're the hot team, and with Will- maybe Wilson gives them a spark coming back in a weird way. I don't know. I know the Jets are good; they're they're good beyond Wilson. But uh, I, I feel better about the Lions in this one. We'll see. Which means probably Jets will smoke them. Um, <laughs> Steelers Steelers at the rejuvenated Panthers, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it looks like Kenny Pickett's not going this one. Uh, Trubisky. Uh, you know what? I like the way Carolina's playing, and they could still win this division, bro. This is a huge game for Carolina, man. Unbelievable. They, yeah, they still got to play Tampa Bay again. They're one behind Tampa in the loss column. Steve Wilkes yeah. has them playing. You know, they, they smoked Seattle last week, bro. Don't let that 30-24 score fool you. Yes. They, they, they smoked them. Um, yep. I like Carolina at home. Yeah, I agree. Couldn't agree more. Carolina's hot team. Uh, still 1 o'clock. Chiefs at Texans. Texans gave the Cowboys a scare. <laughs> Yeah, you should that, have heard us talking about Texans Dallas. We're like, oh, the only question there is like, they cover the point spread, and Dallas literally almost lost to them. They're yeah. just so they're just so Dallas. Yep. <laughs> what a Dallas game that was. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, um, Chiefs. Yeah, me too. Chiefs. They cover though. I mean, I know this doesn't matter, but you think they cover? What's this? Do you know what's fourteen? Yes. Okay, yes. I like them covering too. I agree. Um, Falcons at Saints one o'clock. Yeah, Saints. Yeah, come on, Saints. Get get start moving down the draft, please. A bit. With the Eagles have your friggin' pick. Come on, Saints. Uh here's a good one. Here's a real interesting game. Cowboys at Jaguars, Chris. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like the Jags in this one. I don't I'll, I'll stick with Dallas. I don't know if Jacksonville's ready for prompt, but it wouldn't surprise me if Jacksonville went in there and beat him up. I mean, I'm sorry. If Jacksonville at home comes out of there, but I'll I'll stick with Dallas. To me, this is the kind of game that Trevor Lawrence has like 350 yards passing, but also has like three interceptions. <laughs> I like Dallas as well. Um, Cardinals at Broncos, the first of the four o'clocks. Wow, two franchises. Oh, my God, right now. Oh, 
Cardinals at Broncos. Yeah. I'll go first. Go I'm just going to go Broncos because they're home and yeah. Murray's out. And, I, you know, what What other choice is there here? This yeah. is this sucks. It's the battle of the backup quarterbacks. I'll go with Denver because they're home and they have their better defense. I'll go with Denver at home, too. Wait, Wilson's not playing? Uh, he's still in concussion protocol. I don't think he's playing. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm still going Denver, yeah. Uh, Patriots at Raiders, 4 o'clock. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going uh, Patriots on the road. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Titans at Chargers. You're char- You like the Chargers too. You pick the pick. That was a good one you picked last week. Yeah, I'm gonna go with them again this week at home. The Titans look horrible, man. And, yeah, we and, both took the Titans. Last hey, look, week. the Chargers are a different team, and they have both receivers healthy, man. I mean, so I yeah. like the Chargers, man. Yep. And uh, Justin Herbert is more than just a uh, what was it? An Instagram quarterback. He's a good player. What's it? Or I'm not a Generation Z X. Whatever the hell they call. No, no. What exactly is an Instagram quarterback? He's a social media. You gotta fill me in on that one. What? I think Emmanuel Emmanuel Acho said something like, "Oh, he's just like a social media quarterback. He does does amazing throws, but he what? Just he does. He makes amazing throws, but he's not like he's not a winner kind of thing. He's not a winner. Okay. So got got it. Coming from a real winning linebacker, fuck Emmanuel (laughs) Acho. Right. Uh, four o'clock. Your Bengals at the Bucks. And by the way, just to get back to that, if they had a head coach, I actually knew how to make a decision. They yeah. would have been in the playoffs last year. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Bengals at Bucks. Uh, look, I don't like Tampa the way they do. I, I, I gotta go with my AFC Bengals. <laughs> yes, I will as well. Absolutely. Monday night Rams at Packers. Look, Lou and Romo, Jerry. I, I, you know, I got, I got a little infection. Uh, you know, a little infection. Affection for the Bengals. Their defensive coordinator is a Stan Allen. Their defensive coordinator is a Stan Allen guy. How can I? I can't root against Lou Anna Rumo, man. You know? Did they <laughs> so, have any? Did they have any fighting Irish? Oh, I have to look at that. I have to yeah. look at that because then it's then the I'm love affair. That's a good complete. question. Now I'm trying to think. I tell you, one guy they do have that's playing really well for them. B.J. Hill, remember him? Yes, that's right. I know. <laughs> My God, B.J. Hill. Oh, sorry. Next game. Sorry. Who we traded for uh, Price? Right. Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, great trade. Rams at Packers Monday night. Uh Packers. Pa- Packers home. Finally, most important game of the week, most important game of the season for the Giants. Sunday night, eight twenty Eastern Standard Time. Giants at Commanders. Who do you got? Um, I'm gonna go with Washington in a real tight one by about three or four points. I can't believe you're saying it, and I totally agree with it. I just don't feel good about this. I really don't. Mm. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a low scoring, like 2017 kind of thing. Yeah, it should be. I just I really wanted a Dory Jackson back. It was just gonna be. I, I don't know if he would be the difference, but it's just a mental boost of having your starting corner back. Um, but I agree with you, dude. I, I don't feel good about this at all, uh, and I'm gonna go unfortunately with the Commanders as well. So hope we're wrong. Yep. Oh, all right, buddy. Anything else? No. Enjoy the game. Prime time. Giants have a one, I think, in 11 straight prime time games, so they all do, right? So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully no offsides. No, uh, let's see. A couple years ago, prime time against the Chiefs, I think it was. Uh, Zimenez went offsides. He basically went in the doghouse from Judge for the rest of the year. Yeah. Last year, Dexter jumps offsides, and, uh, you know, the Giants and wind drops up losing. Pass. So how about just you know, none of that stuff, you know? Yeah, so. guys. Just come on. No mistakes. All right, about, guys. How about yes. Ellison Smith? I mean, the guy contributes on special teams, which you know he could. He blocked a lot of field goal attempts in college, right? He blocks yeah. a punt for the Giants last week. Boom. Blows out his whatever. That he hurts his leg, and he's out. Oh, yeah. 
can't get a break with these injuries, man. It's amazing. No, it's it's ridiculous. And it, 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 you know, like Colin Murray's the other night happened on grass, right? Like, I, yeah. I, I get the whole MetLife thing. Yes, I would change it. I would change it. I would change it. But these these injuries just happen. It's it's tragic almost. It's it's these guys are out for you know long such long periods of times, man. So yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, guys. To order a subscription to The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys. Sunday nights are giant nights. Take care, everybody. Yep. Enjoy. Enjoy.